So a few years ago, I stayed at a Jesuit retreat house, and uh, there's this really cool thing about it in that they grew their own grapes for producing their own altar wine, and they also uh, grew their own wheat to you know, kind of make the bread for uh, the Eucharistic celebration too. So this was kind of very unique. And when I was there, it was a little bit earlier in the season, and one of uh, the Jesuit priests there took me to see kind of the vineyards and also the wheat field. And when we got to the wheat field, he asked me, um, yeah, do you notice anything strange? And uh, I looked at the field and it just looked like, you know, a bunch, bunch of wheat, you know, a bunch of, you know, kind of grass. Uh, and that's when he told me though, that actually, that there's actually a few weeds in there. And, and the reality of the matter is like, uh, it's called Darnell or sometimes called just kind of false wheat. And you really cannot tell the difference between um, this weed Darnell and the weed itself. It's actually pretty incredible. And uh, the reality is, is that you actually can't tell the difference until towards the end of the season when it's ready to be harvested. And when the wheat produces an ear, uh, this fruit of grain at the top, uh, whereas this Darnell kind of produces something similar, but it's a little bit different. So you can only tell when it produces its fruit, its, its grain of fruit. And uh, today we hear this parable and, um, you know, Jesus explains it to us. And so there's not much in a certain sense for me to add. And I think what comes really clearly is, is that there's a certain finality to our actions, um, that our, our actions have consequences. Otherwise, it really wouldn't matter what we did. You know, there is this opportunity to be united with Christ at the end of time, to, be, uh, to shine like the sun in the kingdom of the Father, or to be bound and thrown into the fiery furnace. And so we have you know, kind of these two finalities, um, which through our cooperation with grace, you know, uh, and or rejection thereof, it uh, we have different destinations. Um, but I kind of want to focus on one kind of other thing that we could pull from this parable, and it's uh, this reality of we can't be judging others. Um, just like wheat, from the outside, we cannot read people's souls. We don't know where they truly stand in the eyes of God, and. Um, you know, I think we could all relate to this because in our lives, I'm sure you've known people who, you know, at least from outward appearance, it, it seemed like, you know, they, they were a bad egg. But in my own life, I've, you know, kind of written people off, you know, some people I've known in high school, only to be amazed as time has gone on uh, that they've, you know, changed, that they've been converted and they've found Christ. And so this parable allows us to know that, like, as long as we draw breath, um, there's always hope that we could turn to the Lord and our lives might bear fruit. There's always hope for uh, perhaps, you know, those family members of ours, those friends who, you know, might be away from the Lord uh, right now, or even for ourselves who might be struggling uh, with our Christian life. There's always hope as long as we draw breath that uh, we could turn to the Lord and our life might bear spiritual fruit.